Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. On this week's show, we're going to talk about why being a lone wolf in business is a terrible idea. We're also going to discuss why you really need to separate your personal brand from the brand of your company. It is time, it is time, it is time to get on the bus because class is in session. This is episode 130 of the School of Hard Knocks podcast, and it starts now. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. This show is about personal development for business success. Not only do we tell the stories of successful people in order to create more successful people, we want to help you turn your thoughts and ideas into reasonable, rational, and profitable action. This show is about my life experiences, your life experiences, and how we can work together to become the best versions of ourselves. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and most importantly, challenged. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast, your host, Mark W. Knox. Thank you for joining me on this 130th episode of the show. Listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but there is something burning that I need to discuss, right? There's some things that uh, uh, I say in the intro and one of those things is how we can work to together to be the best version of ourselves. And that's what I want to talk about very, very quickly. I want to talk about working together. I want to talk about uh, supporting one another. You know, as as I do what I do from a consulting standpoint of of or should I say a coaching standpoint of talking to small business owners and talking to people in corporate positions that just want to, you know, progress and, and do better or or individuals really that that just have something burned on the inside of them that they that they want to spark up. There's there's one thing that I, I always notice and it always seems like nah, I can't say always, but most of the time it seems like these individuals are going at it alone. And I know that there's a little bit of pride you know, of doing something by yourself and accomplishing something by yourself, starting a business, putting your name on it by yourself. I know there's some pride there, right? I, I, I get it. But I think too often we as a, as a collective, I'll say, I think we put too much emphasis on building something solo. And, you know, it's 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 the lone wolf approach. It's the lone wolf approach. I mean, I, you know, you can pick up your phone. I scroll through Instagram and I see dozens and dozens of small businesses on my particular feed. I, I That's pretty much what takes over my feed is small business promotion, whatever. And it's always <clears throat> I, stop, I should stop saying always nine times out of ten. <laughs> it's a one person operation. And they are literally owner, operator, marketer, you know, finance person. Like they're doing everything. And you can instantly tell, right? A lot of times uh, when you go and you dig into a lot of these people's fees, it's their face everywhere. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Listen to me closely. There's nothing 
wrong with that. However, when you build a business or when you build something around you as an individual, that business really does not have a um, it it doesn't have a, a independency from you. Right. So it becomes your business, obviously, which, again, is is fine. That's a good thing. But it also doesn't operate without you or not only does it not operate, it doesn't have a uh, any brand strength on its own because the brand is you. Right. So, again, it's, it's, it's different for different types of businesses. For example, if you're a barber, if you're a, a coach, if you're a, 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 a there like something that is centered around what you do in your specialty. I get it. That's fine. However, if you're doing something that's more tangible, that's uh, maybe some type of, you know, a different type of service that doesn't necessarily revolve around your independent skill set or your independent certification. When you put your face on it again, there's nothing wrong with putting your face on it. You just have to understand that you're operating a dual brand situation. You have you as a brand, as a personal brand, and then you also have the company that you created, that you founded, that you operate, that is also a brand. Now, ideally, you want these two things to be completely independent of each other from a brand standpoint. I'll give you an example. Jeff Bezos, who founded Amazon and owns the majority share of Amazon, has a personal brand. Everybody knows Jeff Bezos, right? Billionaire, space exploration, right? <laughs> like you, he has a personal brand. Then there's Amazon, right? Amazon has its own brand. Those two things operate mutually exclusive of each other. Like those two things operate independent of each other. Now, of course there's association, Jeff Bezos equals Amazon. However, there's also some separation there. Now, of course you are not Amazon and, and nobody's Amazon, but Amazon, right? You're not a multi-billion dollar organization. However, you do want to be in a position where your brand of your company can outlast your personal brand, because ultimately your personal brand has an expiration date on it, whether you transition or you pass away, you know, God forbid, or you sell the company or you retire like or you just don't want to do it anymore. Your your personal brand has an expiration date. And the last thing you want to happen is if you've spent your whole life building something you don't want it to go away just because you went away. Right. You, you, you don't want that brand to suffer or that brand identity to suffer just because you disconnected from it from for whatever reason. So I say that again, we have to look at the bigger picture and you guys know where I sit. Right. I help small businesses get to the place where they want to be. That's what I do. So a lot of times when I'm talking to these individuals, especially my dedicated monthly coaching clients, I'm telling them, how can we work on the business versus in the business? How can we how can we work a greater share of our time on the business, growing it, 
so that it's bigger than one person versus being nailed down in the operation in the day to day. Now, again, this doesn't work with every service. This doesn't work with every company. Um, sometimes the skill set in the business is tied exactly to a certification or something specific that you do. Right. So that that's irrelevant at this point. However, there are circ- circumstances where you want your organization to be separate from you. And I think in the world of social media, we uh, got into a situation where those lines started to get blurred more and more. Right. Uh, maybe you had a decent following through the social media channels, whichever one you choose or chose. Maybe you had a decent following and then you started your business and you wanted to capitalize on that following that you already had. So instead of starting a brand new account or a brand new page uh, for your business, you just started to integrate business content onto your personal and then maybe you switched it over to a business account, whatever. Right. But ultimately those lines got blurred. Now I do know there are people who have personal accounts and parallel have a business account, say for Instagram. However, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference if you looked closely because both accounts not necessarily mirror each other, but you see the same face on both accounts, right? Gone are the days where we can look at a lot of small businesses and really not know who owns them. Right. And, and to me, that is the difference between a small business and a, and a, and a, and a lifestyle company or a lifestyle business. Now I use the term lifestyle business. It, it, it used to be used quite a bit, but again, most people don't use that term anymore, but a lifestyle business is something that revolves around you and your lifestyle. It usually is created to support one, maybe two individuals. And when you retire, that business goes away because again, it was created around your lifestyle. So if you are a business owner, take a look at your operation. Take a look at what you do, the scale of the company that you're running and ask yourself, if I was to go away in three, six, 12 months, would this company still be able to operate? Who is that next person that is going to take over? Most most of you, to be quite honest, most of you have no protege. You have nobody behind you that is capable of even remotely running your company if you were not there. Right. And that's a reality. I don't want you to get discouraged because, again, you built the organization, you built the company around yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to understand that that has an expiration date on it. Right. A lot of you are under this impression that you're going to pass your company down to your children. That's not a guarantee either. <laughs> it's just not right. Again, a lot of a lot of you created things that revolve around you and what you know how to do. And that's OK. It just becomes problematic when we're talking about standing the test of time. Now, one way that we can do this is to avoid the lone wolf scenario is to help and support each other. Right. Again, you can scroll through those same Instagram profiles and pick out things that you don't like about everybody's page. (laughs) If you really want to, you really could sit there and hate on everybody. Right. Because nobody's perfect, especially on social media. 
But the reality is there's some opportunity there. And I'm not talking about collaboration. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about genuinely supporting and helping other businesses, other people, other entrepreneurs. Right. So whether that's buying gift cards for their from their company. Right. Or if that's buying merchandise or if that's giving them time on your on your platform. Right. It doesn't have to be a full blown collaboration thing. I mean, you could do something as simple as share a post if you really wanted to. But I'm just saying, like, there's ways to support. That's to me. That's level one support. Right. Sharing a post is level one support. Like you can, anybody can do that. Buying something that's level one. Right. That's that's cool. What about going a little bit deeper? What about going to level two? What about offering yourself? Maybe you're a little more seasoned than they are. Maybe maybe offering yourself as a mentor. Right. Maybe um, asking if there's an opportunity to invest. Maybe they need five, six hundred bucks just to cover some startup costs that help take them to that next level. That could be an opportunity for you. How interesting would it be? If you scroll through Instagram right now and you picked out a small business and you said, you know what? I want to invest a thousand dollars into that person's business. And of course it comes with terms, but you want to invest in thousand, you want to invest a thousand dollars. How powerful could that be for that small business? And that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not talking about, <sighs> Just supporting one another. Yes, we have to support one another. I'm really talking about holding each other up. Right. I'm talking about helping each other get to the next level, helping people establish goals and objectives, challenging people, offering up mentorship, offering up free consulting, whatever value that you can help bring to somebody else's situation is what I'm talking about. And I think more times than not. And unfortunately, we get into a lone wolf mentality where we 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 think everybody is our competition for some strange reason. I scroll through social media. It's uh, typically Facebook is probably a little more heavy than Instagram for me um, for reasons that you heard on a different episode. But I scroll through social media and I see people posting about their podcast all the time. And I'm genuinely interested Right. I'm genuinely interested. Now, the least I can do, the least I can do is go to Apple Podcasts, look them up, either listen to a whole episode or a majority of an episode. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you, you can't finish the whole thing and then give them a quick review. That's the least I can do from from podcast person to podcast person. Right. Or I can send them a quick message. Hey, I see you on episode 15. I'm on episode 130, you know, open invitation. If you ever have any questions on how I got to where I'm at in my episode count, let me know. Now, I'm not like five, six years in, but if somebody's on 15 and I'm on 130, there might be something that they could learn from me. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to explain to you guys that there's opportunity to help each other out. And we got to get away from trying to do everything by ourselves. I know, I know you, 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 you get excited and you 
you get prideful. <laughs> you get prideful when you think about I built this. I did. I did this. I didn't. I don't have no team. I did all my social media. I did all my my own content. And you get excited about it, and that's cool. However, that is not a sustainable operation. That's not a sustainable way to grow. It's it's impossible because the moment you fall off, you you God forbid get sick, you have a situation where you know you can't do what you like. Then what? So we have to start thinking about scaling our our companies and making sure that we're putting other people in place. If that's what you want, if you intend for your company to stand the test of time, then you got to start looking at round two. You got to start looking at that next person that you can teach, that you can pour into, that can possibly develop a passion like you have to try to take your organization to the next level or at least to the next generation. You could try to wait on your kids. You, you really could. But again, that's not guaranteed either. Why not start now? Why not start trying to, you know, build something with someone else? <laughs> right. Why not try to build something with someone else? Shout out to uh, Trey Smith of Main Vision AV. Prime example. Him and I operate in parallel. We do a lot of the same stuff business wise we consult we do custom instagram uh, custom installations home theaters whatever uh he's a lot newer at it than i am right he's a lot newer at it he's still been doing it probably for i don't know five or six years maybe even longer but he's still newer so there's opportunity there for me to offer him consulting which I've done like, yo, show me what you want to do. I'll give you my opinion. Right. And, and that's what, and that's what we do. He helps me. I help him. There's enough audio video business in this town for the both of us. We're not competition. And that's the, the, the best part about it is we can operate in parallel and represent each other's organizations um, with the utmost Right. With the utmost integrity. And there's no it's no issue. I mean, we we talked. Um, man, this was probably a year ago, year and a half ago. We talked about joining forces more formally. And that's still something that could be, you know, potentially on the table. But in the meantime, he's building his company and he's doing a phenomenal job, doing a phenomenal job. And when he needs my support, when he needs my assistance, when he needs my expertise, I'm I'm right there helping him build because that's how you generate legacy. That's how you get from his business to the business, right? That's how main vision AV is going to go to the next level, even without him because of the simple fact that he's willing to accept support. And he also reciprocates it. He gives support. He supports me when I need something, right? That's how we work together. We are not our two organizations are not big enough to be in competition with each other. Please. Please. Most of y'all not big enough to be in competition with each other. 
in order to be in competition with somebody, you got to you got to you got to have market share data. <laughs> you got to know what the market is and you got to know how much share of the market you have. Other than that, then you don't even know if you're winning the competition. <laughs> it's like it's not your competition. Please get get out of here. Shout out to uh, Corn Cuts. Corn Cuts is somebody else, man. Corn, he's my barber. Been my barber off and on for a long time. Long time. Probably since 2000, man, 10, 11. A while. He is somebody who's willing to pour into young barbers, people that are fresh out of school. And he's the innovative type. Right. So not only does he do, you know, personal care services, but man, his menu of what he offers is way broader than what I've seen for most barbers in the city. Prices are competitive. Right. Booking is extremely easy. But the reality there is he already has a model. Or call it a mold that he can plug somebody else into. He can plug a brand new barber into. And as long as they're willing to do the work, as long as they're willing to learn from him, they can be just as successful. And that's the reality of it, right? You, you, you get in a situation where you got other barbers who are, feel like they're in competition. Again, you're not in competition if you don't know market share data. This is impossible. So you might as well lift everybody up. You might as well help as many people as you can because the fact that you're assisting and helping people, that's a part of building your legacy too. Right. Um, again, there's, there's numerous examples. Those are the two that just came off off the top of my head. But, but the reality is we have to help each other. We have to support, we have to lift each other up. We got to hold each other up. Right. I'm not just talking about, um, you know, buying the occasional, t-shirt off somebody's website although that is wonderful and i'm sure they would appreciate it but if you feel like you can offer value to somebody else's company you need to do it even if you're not an entrepreneur yourself maybe you've been in corporate america for decades maybe you've been in sales maybe you've been in finance for decades i'm sure you possess some type of knowledge about operations or best practices or technique that a young entrepreneur, a lifestyle entrepreneur could really benefit from. So I'm going to challenge everybody. You've got value that you can bring to other people. At the very least, you can share somebody's post at the very least. But you need to put yourself in position to be a giver. And if it gets reciprocated back to you, that's a wonderful blessing as well. So, again, we got to get away from the lone wolf mentality. We got to move as a pack. We got to move as a pack. There's enough for everybody to eat. I promise you there's plenty. Whatever business you're in, whatever marketplace you're in, it's not competition, guys. It's not. And if you argue and say that it is competition, I'm going to ask to see the market data. <laughs> I want to know how much share you got versus how much somebody else has. If you don't know that, then don't come whining about competition because it doesn't exist. It's enough for everybody. Listen, that's the show for this week. I hope you understood what I'm talking about. I hope you get what I'm saying. I, I, I hope you get it. I hope you get it. This has been the School of Hard Knocks podcast. This is your host, Mark W. Knox. Class is dismissed.
Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. We can be found every Monday on your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Please subscribe and leave us a review. We can also be found on all social media platforms by searching The School of Hard Knocks. Find us online at www.hardknockspodcast.com. That's hard, K-N-O-X, podcast.com. Right.